Okay, I already hit the, the button. Button? I hit the button. The boot, boot, button. Booty button. The booty button. We can do the boots go booty button. <laughs> Boot scooting, it's a country song, that's why. You go boot scooting, and it's like you basically. What is, what is boot scooting? Uh, like line dancing. I've been line dancing, I've never had it being called boot scooting. You go boot scooting, scuffing, boot scuffing. No, it's boot scooting because your boots are a scooting. Sure. Your boot scooting, buggy. Sure, Jess. I'll share you, I'll show you the song later. I love it, says it's boot scooting, buggy. I don't know. We know I'm not a country person. So. I know. I don't remember who it's by, but I'm sure I could look up Boots Goon Boogie and I would come up. So, lovely story at work. Okay, okay, okay. Obviously, we can't give details, but um, I, so at my job, we have through our email, like a security feature. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I get emails that says like, hey, this, the platform has found some like spammy emails, like mm -hmm. can you review? And they've been pretty basic, just like, oh, you know, whatever, related to my profession most of the time. Yeah. I'm just like, blah, spam, whatever. Well, the other day, I go to open it, and something must have happened, because I got all different types of bad spam. And this one just made me chuckle, because this one was titled, School of Squirt, info at notoriousroar.co. Make dot 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 your girlfriend dot 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 or wife dot 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 squirt dot 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 step by step video lessons, and I was like, "Do I open it? <laughs> <laughs> like, is it accurate?" And you're uh, like, "I can't, not on my work computer." Send a personal like, email. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I did block the message, but I was like, "Oh, I don't know. I haven't ever seen a step by step." No. I haven't. My, the curiosity almost killed my cat at work. Like, That's I was just fair. like, ooh, do we want to get fired because we open an email? <laughs> or do we just, like, move along? We're probably going to get a virus anyway. Yeah. That's hilarious. I can't. Step-by-step -step video in your email. I just love that it was School of Squirt, too. Like, not School of Squirting. It was just School oh, of Squirt, squirt to teach you how to <laughs> have your wife or girlfriend squirt. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. The fact that people send those emails out. Like, is it just a robot? Or is somebody actually behind that computer writing, hmm, okay, subject line, two person, subject, school, uh, okay. squirt, oh, yeah, mm -mm. make your uh, girlfriend, wife, squirt. Both. <laughs> In minutes. <laughs> no, it doesn't. God, that's such catfishing for poor guys. It doesn't take minutes to make a woman squirt. It I know it's possible. I think it's possible for most women. I have yeah. never experienced it personally. I have. And it does not. It's not minutes, bitch. That shit is not minutes. That is a lot of work up. That is a lot of work up. I mean, from what I know about it, yeah, I would imagine. It's like, I need it, it, an hour of foreplay usually. Unless, like, I'm, like, 
I've already done all the foreplay before you've even shown up, then like, okay. But like, if, if it's my partner doing it, like it is like an hour of foreplay or like a lot of fucking and things like that before I even get to the point that like, it's going to happen. Well, that's how I think like the realm, people sometimes think that squirting is like fake mm. and it's not, or they think like, you know, especially like the porn industry, like people, yeah. people think it's like porn or uh, porn, pee or like water because they build up and that's how they do like the quick version yeah i think actual squirting is because you're like so stimulated you're hitting all the spots mm-hmm. that it's just like let me release this mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is but you gotta hit and all you... the spots and hit all the buttons yeah yeah absolutely i definitely wouldn't say it takes me <laughs> no it does not take minutes and step. no matter how many step by steps uh, your workup is probably at mat minimum an hour. Like, just fair also warning. Not all women want to squirt. So just like... No. You guys got to talk about it first. Yeah. And, like, too, like, if your girl's like, no, 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 like, stop. She don't want to get to that point. Yeah. Because, like, like, also, I think... It can be really embarrassing. Wait, you, I was, that's what I was going to say. Like, embarrassing. There's also, like, a lot of prep work people put into squirting. Like, you always probably got to put the towels down and stuff. Because yeah. it's going to make a mess. Like, it's not just going to stay on the bed. No. <laughs> or, like, inside. Like, it's coming out. Yeah. But I had a question. Oh, my God. Where did it go? <laughs> oh. um, So, obviously, you're feeling all the feelings, right? Mm-hmm. And I know crying can be one of the ones that comes up first. Like, are you crying before you're squirting? Does it... Well, I need... I know I for need, myself, I haven't cried before squirting. But, like, the minute I'm done, it's like... Because there's just so much overstimulation. And, like, all the feels are happening. And, like, yeah. I definitely, like, the first time that it happened with my partner, I straight up bawled afterwards. And he was like... I'm so sorry. I, I, I was like, just shut up and just hold me. <laughs> oh no! And because it is, it's it's a lot of overstimulation. Like that's how you get there, pretty much. And like that means that like mentally, that's also a lot of overstimulation. Mm-hmm. So like it can it can bring up a lot of that. So like yeah, I'm sure there have been people that have cried when they're squirting because they're so overstimulated. Yeah, that would be, like, the only concern I would think that's, especially apart apart from the embarrassing part, is, like, the the overstimulation and exhaustion that you feel when squirting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Knock the fuck out. Pass the fuck out. Like, as soon as I'm done, I'm just like, I'm not putting my clothes like, on. We're not like, going <sighs> to breakfast if you make me squirt in the morning. I'm going fucking back to bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, very much so. What a lovely way to bring in the episode. <laughs> All right, so what are we talking about today? <laughs> Wait, Josh, you're forgetting the intro. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just excited to get to the topic. Do you want to do the outro again? <laughs> no. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Table you Talk. You just started with okay. I did start with okay. Bitch, not changing it up. You yelled at me a few episodes ago, like, I changed mine. And I was like, all right, bitch. Bet. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Table Talks, where deeper conversations are something highly sought after, but rarely explored. And I have with me, as always, my amazing co-host, Alyssa. Well, hello, honeybees. So how have you been this week? Good? I feel like we've got some energy today. I'm peachy after that that email. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how could you not be, right? I was cackling. I literally, I had, I took a picture so that I'd remember. (laughs) It comes up in your memories in five years. Remember this picture you took? (laughs) I looked around and I was like, took the picture and I was like, but later. (laughs) 
I need to see if this is real or not. And like, does it actually work? <laughs> Five years later, my memories are going to come up and I'm like, ha ha, school squirt! <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring it back around in another episode. Maybe it'll have happened by then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'll do the school. I got the graduate's fucking degree. Woo! (laughs) Some masters. Thank you very much. (laughs) How are you this week? (laughs) Good. Um, I have been interviewing for a new job, so that's on the table. I have my second interview (laughs) tomorrow, which is crazy. Um, But it's definitely getting closer to, I think, what I want to be in not that I want to be in the corporate world I'd much rather work for myself which we all know my disdain for corporate um but this is for a much smaller company and they're very family oriented and it's funny because there's a lot of couples that work here so it's like the wives are in the office and the husbands are in like the field and it's really cool and so I'm like oh that's awesome I'm like so it's very and it's very open door policy which is something I really like like a family business kind of yeah it's a common I I feel like it's always taboo to have like consensual romance in the workplace Mm. but the family-owned businesses something they're like either all related or they're like husband wives dating and so you do you're just like hey i'm dating that person as long as it's not interacting within like the same department they're like yeah go ahead yeah yeah exactly and i i there's like families and then there's like it's like family friends and like so it's like a lot of like the wives got started being in the office or the husbands got started being in the field and then the wives got into the office or girlfriends or whatever so I think that it's really interesting I think that it definitely creates a different dynamic and it does create that more like open door policy so I am definitely excited to see where my second interview goes nervous but excited because um can we just talk about the fact that this will be my like first big girl job and like I'm excited. What do you mean? Your social media management is not a great big girl job. I know it's a great big girl job, but I think in the societal realm of big girl jobs, this is like my first big girl job. So I'm excited about I'm it. I'm excited. I can't wait to hear how it goes tomorrow. Well, this is actually a great way to introduce into the, our episode topic because you talk about like the workplace and how people have these romances. Mm-hmm. But what if you don't want to meet people at work? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was very much for a while like against even like making friends in the workplace because I think it can get things can get hairy. Yeah, I think dating is the whole. We need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I think a great place to start. Is online versus Mm -hmm. in-person traditional dating. Absolutely. So, when we think of dating, I think of online dating as dating apps. Mm -hmm. And this is where I need you to come in here because (laughs) your bitch has never even touched a dating app. I have been exclusively traditional for Mm -hmm. all of my dating um, experience. So, I think I can come up with at least the examples of things like... Tinder, Hinge, Match.com, eHarmony. I think you said Bumble, Bumble was the other one. Plenty of Fish. There oh, was, yeah. I'm missing all the big ones. There was another one that I used for a little while, and it was kind of closer to, like, eHarmony. It tried to, like, match you based on, like, your... Um, similar interests or like if you guys like it would ask you what kind of dates you're looking for like it would ask you like uh probably like I think it was like 20 or 30 questions 20 20 25 I think questions and it was like what kind of date style are you looking for and it would like give you a a, like basically a multiple choice so like a b c and then you would answer all these questions and it would try to match you with people that 
were similar in that? Like, are you looking to date older or younger? Are you looking, like, it would ask you, like, a really wide variety of questions. So that way, when you go on dates, I really wish I could remember the app. Maybe it is Plenty of Fish that does that. There's... But there's so many uh, nowadays. Like, there's so many, so many more. I mean, Christian Mingle, Farmers Only. Like, there's, yeah. there's Coffee and Bagel. Her, I think, is another I one. Think that's the one. Coffee and Bagel is the one that asks you a bunch of questions, I believe. Coffee and Bagel I heard about on the radio, which is the only reason I know about mm-hmm. it. It was more recently. They were talking about how it's like a professional meetup dating okay, site. And you have to right. actually pay for it. Because okay. of the fact that they do all of the, you do the questionnaires questions. and they match you oh, with people. Oh, League is another one. I did League for a little while, There's but so I didn't. Many. I didn't enjoy League because it was basically like a bunch of frat boys trying to act like professional finance bros, and I was like, yeah, that's not my type. <laughs> well, before we get into like debating the pros and cons of each of these, can you give me a little insight into what a dating app? is like like setting up a profile choosing photos like what how's the interactions like what what do you like about it and what's your experience um i think tinder and like bumble are to me more like hookup especially tinder and like bumble girls have like women have to make the first move Mm. so like you can't until you message someone you matched with they can't message you Versus, like, Tinder is either one of you can send a message the minute you match. But, like, Bumble is, like, girl-first oriented. And it's actually from the same CEO that did Tinder. She got, like, thrown off the board or kicked out or whatever. And then she made Bumble, where it was women interact first. Wow. Um, Yeah. It is interesting. I do like it. But the minute you interact, you get almost the same interactions that you get on Tinder. So it's, like, to me, it feels like it's just women Is it the person or the app? Right. (laughs) Exactly. Um... So I think, you know, I I think there are things that I like about Bumble. Bumble, I feel like you have to fill out more realistic things in your profile instead of just being like, and you have to submit a certain amount of photos. It goes through like a review process, at least when I was doing it, Mm -hmm. goes through like like to review your photos to make sure they're not just like, I don't think they allow group photos so, like, you can't, like, which I like, because I want to be able to know who I'm looking at oh, versus, yeah. like... It was definitely one of my points. Yeah, like, on Tinder, you can have a whole group photo, and I'm like, you have one photo, and it's a group of you, so... And this is going to sound terrible, but I would make the accusation that, like, it's probably the ugliest one in the photo. Hold your... <laughs> yeah, I was like... Hold your... Hold your... <laughs> till the end, till we get to that point. But, I know, So, but... you're talking about, like, there are some dating apps that are a little bit more, like, shallow you quickly set up a profile where others are a little bit more in depth yeah like league was super in depth i liked i liked league for the fact that it was really in depth the process like i felt like people on league were actually looking to date like go out on dates or people on plenty of fish or coffee and bagel things like that were looking to actually date versus like hookups or things like that and like people would say only looking for real dates like in their profile but like when you actually start talking like that's not really what they're looking for they're just trying to bait you in versus on like things like coffee and bagel or plenty of fish people were actually genuine about the fact that they just wanted to actually date and and get to know people that that was my curiosity like what's the difference between you know tinder which is like more of a hookup app casual dating whatever versus like eHarmony or Match.com where you like are paying someone to like help you find somebody yeah you're like you're paying a matchmaker right yeah. um so I wish I had like an answer I think I helped my mom set up her eHarmony account like years ago when I was a lot younger and I know that it goes through an extensive interview questioning which I think is really important um mm-hmm. especially if you're looking for serious dating um so 
I think also who you're going to find on those apps is different. Like you're going to find people like on eHarmony and Match and things like that that are really serious, that are not looking for no bullshit and they're ready to settle down and just like find the one and get to get their fucking life together and like get get to dating and really start enjoying that compatibility romantic relationship Mm -hmm. versus you know things like plenty of fish i even you can even find the sketchy guys on plenty of fish i feel like i've heard a lot of people say hinge like i know hinge advertised as as the app to be deleted yeah and i have heard personal experiences where people are like yeah like i do actually start dating people but like it still doesn't feel like it lasts like it's usually like six months you get past the honeymoon phase and things start to fall apart and i was like oh okay so like at least it's a little bit better. You're actually, like, people on there seem to be genuine about trying to find things. But I never used Hinge because that's not, I was not trying to actually find the love of my life on these dating apps. I was on them as hookup apps. So, um, but yeah, I think, I think there's definitely differences. And depending on where you go will depend on what you actually find. And that's just, I think people have success on Tinder. I mean, my a perfect example of my brother and my sister-in-law met on Tinder. They've been married and, you know, have a child and have a house and all that stuff. So I think it's possible, but I think it, it's more like the 1%. I think it's possible no matter what method. Mm-hmm. There Absolutely. are going to be exceptions and rules mm-hmm. involved. I'm curious to know about, like, like Tinder I know is like the swipe left or right. Mm-hmm. Are they all similar to that? I also learned about these new features people adding like voice memos or you you got prompts that you have to answer tell me about it can you tell me about it uh it's been a while but at least when i was on tinder it was definitely the swipe left swipe right if you wanted to super like somebody you could super like them i hated like i would do it by accident because like they you the, the feature when they were changing it was like you would swipe up to look at the profile so sometimes i would super like people when i was just trying to look at their profile instead of like then they change it to you click on the profile so in the beginning after the update i was super liking a bunch of fucking people and i was like yo i don't actually super like you like unmatch 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 i don't actually super like you i'm so sorry like this new feature like all these people getting super liked and nobody actually wants to be super liked because i also was getting a, a lot of super likes and people would like message me I'm so sorry i was just trying to look at your bio this is really awkward like um, I know there are like having to answer questions and things like that. That was more, I felt like I noticed that on Bumble and Plenty of Fish. I really didn't go much outside of Plenty of Fish League and Tinder. I didn't do Do you hinge. still swipe on those ones? Uh, yeah, you do still swipe. Um, or they have the little like, you know, like or on like, it's like a heart or like an X, mm. um, on some of them. I think. I think Bumble was, like, swipe up or down versus, like, left or right. Mm-hmm. So you'd swipe up if you like them. you swipe down if you don't. And then you It's can... interesting to see it change. Like, yeah. Like, I think when, like, I, I think that my mom used to do, like, dating sites. I blocked that out. But, like, <laughs> I, she would do, like, a lot of, like, profile looking at, like, not, it wasn't so swipey. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. that seems to be the common thing. Is the swipes. Yeah. I think the more, uh, like... An app versus, like, a website is a little bit different. I think when you're looking at, like, eHarmony and Match.com, those are much more, like, in-depth profiles, and you're actually being able to view the profile with that extensive list. Like, obviously, they have their differences, and that's the point. Like, Tinder, Hinge, Bumble have those more, like, uh, hookup style versus, like, eHarmony Match is really based on, like, compatibility. I really appreciate your insight on this since I had no experience on it. But let's talk about some of the pros that I found with dating apps, online dating. Yeah. So, 
The first one was, it's really convenient. It is, for <laughs> sure. In the palm of your hand, yeah. honestly. Yep. Um, you know, you have a cell phone or a computer, you have access to the internet, and as long as you have those things, it's really convenient for you to f- start dating. Yeah. Um, you know, you can meet all types of people without disturbing your, like, day-to-day. You can be on the train, you can be on the bus and, and going to work, and you're swiping left and right and stuff and trying to find your match. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I also think that there was a little less labor that comes with, like, having dates and dressing up, like, where, I'm going to call it traditional, like, mm-hmm. in-person dating is considered tr- traditional dating, um, traditionally you have to, like, get dressed up and make sure you're going on, out on a lot of dates, like, you, with a dating app, you can just communicate with that person via text message for an extended period of time until you decide to meet up, so a little bit less labor in, like, planning dates and, and getting outside of your PJs and going getting dressed up places. Yeah, I think this goes, too, with the fact that, like, we are just in a technically, uh, like, technologically advanced civilization now. So I think even in pers- tra- in-person, like, traditional dating is very much still a lot of texting back and forth before you even go on that first date and kind of, like, you know, maybe more phone calls versus, like, the texting or the DMing or something like that um, to get to know someone versus, you know oh, yeah, we'll just talk forever on this platform until I see fit or until I find somebody else that I like. (laughs) I know it sounds harsh, but, like, it is harsh, but, like, it is, from someone who's been on it, like, that is the reality. Like, you'll talk to somebody and then all of a sudden just, like, they just, like, Oh yeah! Stop answering or un- unmatch you, and I you're think- like, "What the fuck just happened, bruh?" If anything, from my research, I've definitely found out those types of things happen mm-hmm. often. So, um, my next pro was more access. You have access to a large pool of possible matches, um, and that you're able to connect with people everywhere. You don't have a limit on location unless you want it. That's a filter. Yeah, it is a filter. Um, I know when Tinder and Bubble first started, it was definitely a matter of, like, it was, like, a 20-mile or 25-mile radius or something like that. But now I know with the updates, they, like, you can do anything, anywhere. Yeah. And, and which is fucking wild. I've actually heard some su- successful stories of people getting together that are, like, across different countries. And I'm like, damn, like, good for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you have access to that larger pool. You don't, you know, in a small town and only have access to small town people. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have a pro of reduced feelings of insecurity. I thought this one was interesting because I was Mm. like, well, how does that play into effect? Um, this is like, you're portraying your best self online. You Mm. get to control what is seen by those other people, but by those potential candidates. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, you're putting your best photo, you're putting your best answer that you had time to think about, um... The other factor of that is that it's a little bit easier to connect if you're maybe more shy or, like, less brazen, less out there. Like, Mm -hmm. you're an extrovert. Yeah. Probably easy for you to go up and, like, talk to somebody and, like, make conversation where, like, I would probably be like, I'm going to (laughs) wait. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We'll be over here. I'll get your number and I'll text you in three days. (laughs) I'll make you flirty eye contact with you for, like, five minutes, but then I'll look away and not come up to you at all. (laughs) Where me, I'm like if I would see somebody in the bar, like, staring at me from across the room or somebody sends me a drink, I instantly go over and I go, hey, how are you? Thanks for the drink. You want to chat? Like, I'm I'm very, like, upfront and forward, especially when I was dating. <laughs> I had no problem doing that. The fact that it's so different because if I saw somebody making eye contact with me for that long, I mean, maybe in a bar it'd be different, like yeah. a place I think of social, but if someone's staring at me too long, I'm like, what? 
do you need something? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you get more on the defensive end, and I'm like, hey, how are you? Like, let's chat. And I, can, I have a specific scenario in my head. I went to a bar. I was just, like, I was just having a fucking day, and I was like, I just want to have a really nice margarita made for me. I want to sit here. I want to read my fucking book in a social setting and just, like, that's it. I want to be surrounded by people without having to interact with somebody. And there was – the bartender comes over, and I'm sitting there. I'm reading my book, and it was a book. I don't know. I forget which one. I, oh, I was reading Dracula. And I'm just reading and I'm like really enjoying it. And I'm just sipping my margarita and having a fucking grand old time. And I got to the bottom and then all of a sudden there's another drink. And the bartender comes over and he goes, oh, yeah, this is from the gentleman down the bar. And I was like, what? He goes, this drink, margarita, is from the gentleman down the bar. And I was like, oh, thank you. And I was like, I don't know what to do with that. And then I was like, wait, I don't know what to do with that. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? I'm like, I know, I'm having a day. And I like, I just leaned over. There was a couple of different people in between. I was like, leaned over and I was like, I like drank it a little bit. And I was like, you know what, fuck this shit. I'm a single ass bitch. I'm going to go talk to this man. And I was like, I tucked that bitch underneath my arm. I walked over and I was like, thank you for the margarita. I like really appreciate it. You don't even know. Like I, I've been having a day and, and like we chatted, we chatted that night and then came to realize like we really weren't that compatible and I was like this was a great interaction but I really don't see this going any further he was like yeah me neither you're definitely like that was like an out in left field throw and like mm, it, we're not and I was like yeah great I'm so glad I'm like I really appreciate the drink I was like genuinely but yeah it's not gonna work out it's and, just like, like added pressure oh yeah for you it's added pressure like, for me I'm like I'm a single ass bitch I can go talk to whoever the fuck I want <laughs> yeah but like when I, I feel like if I received a drink I'd just be like Thanks. <laughs> and then I'd be like, I'll pay for it myself. Thank you. <laughs> this is my drink. I'm good. I don't want the pressure to, like, have to go over and say hi just because you bought me a drink. Oh, yeah. No, I've definitely had moments so that, like, I've had drinks bought for me and I don't I don't even reciprocate. I don't. I look over. I say thank you. You know, hold the drink up. That's your, you know, basic. Appreciate thanks. it. Or, like, you know, the, the hand wave. Thank you. And, like, had zero interaction after that. Or, like, downed and out the bar. I was like, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I don't want to have any interaction with this person. I think so. our experience is great of, like, the traditional dating type yeah. style. But, like, having an online dating app at your fingertips as a shy person... is so easy. You can just dive right in. And you... I think the other thing is you have the thought process. Mm-hmm. You can... Like, I don't always have quick, easy, funny, witty things to say yeah. at, like, any given point. Like, I can't just, like, off the mic. Off yeah. the mic. <laughs> spit those things. So, like... Sometimes it gives you, like, that thought and time to, like, get a little better of a response. And you can, like, yeah. really cultivate what your experience is with that person. Yeah. But I also think it gives, the con of that is it gives way to the fact that, like, that's not the reality of who you are as a person. You're not going to be quick and witty well, like that Well, trust me, person. we'll talk about it. I know we will. <laughs> and I'm trying not to jump to the cons of all of these. But, like, baby, I got cons to all of these. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you have the next one for us? Yeah. So um, I think hand-in-hand hand with the reduced feelings of insecurity was the lower fear of rejection. So, again, less face-to-face interaction. So you're not being shot down in person. It can, you know, be very nerve-wracking to go up to someone and be like, hey, can mm-hmm. I take you out on a date? Mm-hmm. Um, instead you kind of see it maybe more over messages and it's just like a quick one and done, or it's like often just really straightforward. I think we would be like, oh yeah, like I'm not interested. Uh, thank you. Have a great day. Yeah. Yep. Or, or you don't even have to say that. You can just unmatch. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Thanks. Ghost. Oh, your, your pick. That's your pickup line. Absolutely. The fuck not. I'm out. <laughs> um, other part of that would be 
you can be more open regarding preference, kink, desire, fetish, which I thought this was an interesting point that I wouldn't have thought about with the fear of rejection. Mm. Um, you know, sometimes it can be very awkward in person that maybe you're interested in something that you find like a, more of like a guilty pleasure or maybe it's a little bit more embarrassing by society standards. And you at some point have to kind of like bring that into the conversation in traditional dating. And so with online dating, you can use your bio or like what your interests are and just throw that shit out there. I mean, people are way too fucking candid in my opinion on bios. I have seen some hot to trot. Like, I'm just like, why are you saying this? Like, their political views, their, like, preferences. Like, that shit is all out there on online dating. So, it is a a pro of having an online dating profile. Absolutely. Um, The last one for pros was to save time. As just much as it's convenient, it saves time. You can quickly browse potentials, um, choose who you like, swipe who you don't. It's based off of the profile. That was, like, my only little side note is Mm. that it is. It's based off the photo. Yeah. and It's based off of physical attraction peep last episode yeah and i think god okay can we talk about the cons because bitch i'm ready for the cons right now i got i got one more for the pro ah! <laughs> i'm trying to sit tight but like <laughs> just for my personal experience the cons <clears throat> um so in saving time you can also view and interact with multiple people at a time at like any given time if you desire that was my little side note like the little asterisks if you desire um you can have multiple people that you're dating casually at the same time where like it's a little bit harder with the traditional dating style to go find and find enough people to go and date, you know, casually date five people. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't disagree. I do, however, think that with this one, there can be a lot of hurt feelings. <laughs> oh, I, trust me, I, I definitely could see that. Even just writing this stuff up, I was like. I see pros and cons to both. I see pros and cons to you. At every point, I'm like, there's a pro and a con. Um, So now the long-awaited cons that you've been looking for for dating apps. Yes, let's roll, baby. So less deep connection. Yeah, 100%. Off the bat. People can be super shallow online because they just, like, they don't don't give a shit. You really don't. Like, you're going to say whatever, do whatever because you don't have the consequence of doing you're behind a screen yeah you're in in person it's the same as any online bully like you have huh you trolling yeah like that's and like oh god i would say some of the most ratchet shit and then be in person and be like hi how are you like (laughs) this shy little innocent bitch and i was like i just said some really ratchet shit to you like two nights ago and i'm acting like i'm not ratchet but like this oh my god that's so funny that you say that i actually that is the one con i think to myself even though i do traditional dating i over text i will be so much more brazen over text (laughs) and then you'll catch me and i'm like (laughs) i'm blushing I just so when I get in person, I get so frazzled by just how much I'm attracted to that person. I'm yeah. just like, I have no words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just said all those things that were really dirty. Yeah. Like, yep. Um, and this one right here, the less deep connection is the pool is too fucking large. And I 100% agree with this. I like, I can say that was like one of the cons where you were like, oh yeah, there's a large, the more access in a, the larger pool. And I was like, no. Because that means the larger the pool, the less quality. Well, I think the other factor that is that it is a both pro and con for online dating because, yes, you have access to all of those people, but all of those other people also have access to those other people. And mm-hmm. so now you become, you know, 
people get the attitude of you're a dime a dozen i can just find somebody else like there's so many fucking fish out, plenty of fish out there <laughs> just to use that dating apps tag plenty of fish in the sea and so now you've become one out of the 10 people that they're talking to right now yep yep absolutely um i think that you made a great point with the attracting the wrong type of people and partners Mm -hmm. the shallow relationships i went with the moochers and the fuck boys that was my example yeah yeah fuck boys galore yeah like i I mean i mean i even mentioned like on that app league all i got was finance bros that were like in college and i was like bros i was like bruh I'm like, I don't want to date a finance bro because all of you are literally copy and paste, like, look the fucking same. And I was like, no, I'm good. I'm, we're out. No, thank you. I'm, Definitely fuck boys. Even just, like, within Facebook and, like, Instagram, you get a lot of DMs of people just, like, absolutely wiling out in the DMs. I don't know if it is behind because they're behind a screen, but you're just so much more out there and... Just the audacity. Yeah, you'll ask for things that you don't necessarily ask for, or you do want that shallow, like, relationship. You want the, you know, friends with benefits, and you're just Mm -hmm. like, hey, you want to sleep with me today? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I also put down that those types of people can be, there's insulting, like, the Mm. trolls people. People would will find your profile and then, like, honestly kind of roast you about it. They'll match you just to roast you. I've had some of those. I thought that I was like the audacity when I heard that's that. Why I was like, I, seriously? That's why I also said like lower fear of rejection. I was like, not really. I was like, I have a really big con for that because I've definitely had people that like, they don't even look. They just like swipe, 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 swipe. And then, oh my God, I know a person like that. And then I I have done that, but I did it in a sense of me and my best friend were trying to figure out how many people we could get on Snapchat as like a dare while we were in spring break in Florida. Totally not a good idea don't 10 out of 10 don't recommend um, <laughs> but we like we did it and like we just were swiping literally on everybody we were sitting in bed just like fuck fuck that shit and i was like wow the amount of people that like match you and then just troll the fucking shit out of you is like it heightens your fear of rejection i feel like versus lowers your fear of rejection i just like question like if they actually have so much time on their hands that you're like out there just trying to roast people and you're purposefully matching with them just so that you can dm them hateful things like go crochet bro (laughs) (laughs) why don't you go find some inner self peace like you clearly need it (laughs) um the main one i think the main event of this one would be the perverted one yeah perverted people the unsolicited dick booty booby pics yep Although, I don't know, I've never heard anybody say they were unsolicited booty pics and they were mad about it. I had to, I wanted to add it for equality because I, I know it, it happens. Yeah. But I do, I, I haven't even touched a dating app, like I said, and I have come across way too many dick pics. Yeah, absolutely. I can tell you that, like, it's crazy that people send dick pics to accumulate a sense of self-worth like validate me on my penis and I'm like or even even I can tell you for myself sending a booty pic and being like validate me on my booty and I'm like why are we doing that that is so wrong like I, I feel what like about I'm- all my other qualities what about all your other qualities you're a great human don't do that to yourself I would even I think even if someone sent me a dick pic and was like validate my dick or like, my dick on a one my to ten dick. yeah <laughs> i would give them more props than just the unsolicited there's no context yeah. and they just send you the dick pic and you're like 
the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. I'm not sending pics back. I don't know you from a hole in a wall. And yeah. is this even your dick? Did you just get off the internet? Like, what the fuck? I can't tell you how many times I would look up and, I, like, dudes would actually take dick pics from the internet. I would. I can tell you for a fact. I <laughs> used to get Google Lens to yeah, back check that I shit. I would get one and it looked identical every fucking time. And I was like, why are you, you guys, bother? I was like, are you guys just taking the first dick pic off of Google? Because, like... At least go to page, like, seven or some shit. Why even bother? You, The first thing you're going to send me is a dick pic, and it's not even fucking yours, bro. <laughs> I, I think that has to be a separate episode. Dick pics and, like, nudies. That, it's a whole other yeah, ball game. It is a whole other ball game because I think when I'm in a relationship, I want you to send me all that shit. I want to see, see your booty. I want to see you naked. I want to see all of it. Send it to me any time of the day, baby. I want it. But when it's, like, unsolicited, that's different oh from God, someone yeah. that no I'm, consent. like, not. There's no consent. Right. There's a stranger on the street from somewhere. Yeah. And you're sending me a dick pic. I think the other factor, and maybe this is just a tip for the people that are sending unsolicited dick pics out there on the internet. Um, not every woman, I'm assuming that you're sending it to mostly women or men, they don't like the look of dick. No, they don't like, like Penises are kind of weird. They are. I, I, I think do. vaginas are kind of weird, too. Like, I'm not going to lie. They look kind of funny. And I'm attracted to them in both ways. But, like, uh, some people don't even want to so, even look at your dick when no. you're in person. So why are you sending? Mm-hmm. 100%. Like, <laughs> Please stop do sending unsolicited dick pics. Nobody wants that. Uh, also, under the perverted section would be propositions, the dirty talking, right out the gate, and then sugar baby, sugar daddy situations. So... You know, you're often propositioned with wanting to buy things for you and and the lavish lifestyle and take it to a five-star restaurant and pay for everything or, um, you know, propositions to dirty talk and just like, hey, I'm going to take you in the back and we're going to go down this alleyway and I'm going to touch your titty and uh, what are you going to do next? The fuck I'm going to go? <laughs> I'm going to go before you have a chance to put make me into the alley. <laughs> Like, what? It really says something. Like, when people send me dirty talk, I'm like, it really says something about you. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that, that's all in style and your preference again. So, like... If you don't know me and you don't know my style or you don't know my preferences or my kinks, then, like, you are going to get it wrong. But you feel so comfortable sharing me, to me, all your preferences. Yeah, like, don't do that. Within five minutes of meeting me? Don't do that. Don't ask for, don't ask for money. Don't, don't dirty talk to me in the first five minutes. Don't send me dick pics. Mm-mm. Send me a pickup line. Send me a cheesy pickup line. I would rather receive that. Cheesy. One of the best pickup lines I got is when I was a fucking redhead and this dude, dead ass. Actually, he was the boyfriend that I had for two years previous to the one that I have right now. He dead ass. His pickup line was, I could be your prince to your Ariel. And I was like, done. When are we going out on a date? I didn't even answer. I just, my ask was, when and where are we going on a date? And he instantly replied, taco place. This time, I was like, boom, done. And who knew? But pickup lines, cheesy pickup lines are the best. Because it, it shows something about your character. It really does. It, it tells, like, okay, if it's a little tiny bit dirty, like, oh, okay, all right, they can get a little dirty, like, great. But if it's also, like, that super cheesy, typical pickup line, you're like, all right, they definitely have a sense of humor, for sure. I totally agree. Um Last point on the less deeper connection con would be the fear of connectivity. Um, some people will just stay online. They won't ever meet up or mm-hmm. they'll just really push it out to the point where, like, 
you're not up for it anymore. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, on again, off again type of relationships online happen, mm-hmm. just like they do in person. As well as just the ghosting. Yeah, ghosting is a regular occurrence. I feel like on dating, I think on social, dating I think on social media in general, ghosting is huge. When did that just become acceptable? Uh, when we started to say that we didn't need to validate our reasonings for leaving, leaving. Like you don't always have to validate why you're leaving. You can just leave. I think when we started that, ghosting became much more in the regular because you didn't have to give a reason. You didn't feel you've been, you've now been backed up by society that you don't need to give a reason why you're doing what you're doing. I Which I think has again pros and cons to that. But in this sense, I think that's where that kind of originated. I would from. totally agree with that statement. I think that it also came to like people just said so much outrageous things because they felt more brazen that it was mm. like. I can't even respond to this. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> I'm outie. Uh, another con is that it's risky. You don't know who's behind the screen, what their intentions are. You do have the possibility of trafficking or sexual assault. Yep. Um, and giving out personal information and details. You know, you are trying to get to know these people, but in the process of that, you may be handing out your phone number or maybe they're picking you up and mm-hmm. you don't know those people they're not someone you've met in real life yeah so I, you're giving out a lot of personal details absolutely and that's why i definitely have stated on another episode where when i was doing online dating i would only ever meet the person at the oh place yeah we bad calling. dates my bad dates that's right i i definitely was like no like you're not picking me up at my house like i will meet you where we're going like i will figure it out somebody can drop me off whatever like that was for my own safety because I didn't want people knowing where I lived. I think that was something that I was very much like, oh, uh, no, because, again, there is this risk. There's this huge risk behind that of, like, giving out where you live and things like that, and you can't trust everyone you meet on the Internet. Yeah, I think that my brain automatically pops back to that middle school, like, video we watch that's, like, you're a child online, and you're like, you should be aware of who's out there because it's not always going to – and then they, like, have this chase scene where, like, this old guy is, like, chasing this – girl or guy and into the school and he's hiding and I'm like that that just brings me flashback yeah (laughs) you don't know even if you've you've been talking to someone for you know months at a time you don't know who you're actually meeting until you meet up you know think about like the Craigslist killer like Mm -hmm. there was tinder swindler like people that are taking you for money and stuff like that like those people exist out there and so you may encounter them on an online dating app Mm -hmm. and you have to be super careful and this is where like i know for me like i always shared my location with anyone i was like hey i'm going here at this time if i'm not like done by in two hours like come find me like please like if you haven't heard from me like call the police come find me like whatever check in with me give me a phone call like i had two of my best friends at the time that i was like I'm going on this date here in two hours. If you haven't heard from me, give me a call. Every single time. Every single time. They, hey. I'm like, oh, excuse me a minute. I just got to take this phone call. They'd be like, oh, okay. I'm going to go out. I'm like, yeah, everything's fine. I just, we're here. We're chatting. Like, we're having drinks. Like, things are good. Okay, not creepy. Like, you don't feel like you're in danger. I'm like, nope, I'm good. Thanks. I really appreciate you checking in on me. I'd always start with a text. And usually, like, when I'm on a date, I'm trying to be, like, present and, mm. like, not be, like, the... On your phone. (laughs) Like, yeah, I'm there to obviously get to know you. So it always started with a text. When there was no reply from the text, there was the phone call. So I always had them, like, call me at an hour. You call me at two. Like, they they knew their roles every time I was going on a date, and that was just the way it was. And it was for safety reasons. It wasn't for the fact that, like, 
I didn't trust myself or anything like that. It was for pure safety because of the risk that there is for online dating. Yeah, and I think along with the risks and not knowing who you might possibly be meeting up with goes with catfishing. Mm-hmm. And that is a way more commonplace term now, especially with Catfish, the TV show, his documentary, you know, but catfishing has become very popular. You get to sit behind a screen, like I said, and cultivate somebody you want to be, aspire to be, and people will create profiles with fake photos or fake bios or or even worse, try to manipulate you and bring you in, reel you in like a catfish. Yep. And then you meet up with someone you don't even fucking know. You're like, who are you? You're you don't look like profile. the photos. Yeah. Yep. I think that it, that's like the harsher end. I think there's also the catfishing of, you know, oh, I'm 5'8", uh, uh, you know, and you show up and you're 5'5", <laughs> or like, you know, there's those like physical attributes that people will lie about, like the little insecurities. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also found a stat that said over 50% of people have admitted to lying on their profile in some regard, which 50, anything more than 50%, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> well, and I think too, it's funny because like, you know, everybody's definition of lying is, you know, like for me, I I would consider myself lying with the fact that like on my profile, I would put out looking for a real relationship. And I was like, bitch, no, the fuck you were not. Like, no, the fuck you were not. Like, and so like I can... I can say I understand that in some aspects because sometimes, like, for me, it was I'm putting that out there because, like, I actually wanted to meet decent people and I know decent people are going to look for other decent people. So that was always, like, a tell of, like, okay, you're at least somewhat of a decent human being. So even if I sleep with you on the first date, like, it's fine. (laughs) Like, that sort of thing. I think yours is very small in comparison to the larger um, possibilities that people can do when catfishing like i said it can start from something as simple as a physical attribute that you're lying about to like their entire profile and even the person that they are in the photos yes yes um so less truthful in the profiles reel you in with that perfect profile to manipulate you Mm -hmm. speaking of profiles though my next con is that profiles are your selling points yeah um i think this goes pros and cons (laughs) This is pro for you on the back end, like the person that's actually has the profile, but it's a con for somebody else because, again, it's that cultivated view of who you are to somebody else. And yeah, that's why I put like your best foot forward, like yeah. your profile is what you portray. Yeah. Um, but I think that my point on this was that you are fully dependent on your profile. If it isn't perceived well, you get swiped. Is it left? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I right, right, I is swipe good. right is good. Le- left is bad. Yeah, yeah so I think so. Left, yeah, because I'm like, oh yeah, I would go left this way on. A lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just had to go back to my whole phase and be like, left. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Left is bad. Right. Well, is good. right is is everyone's right-handed, so it's easier to go right. Where well, I'm yeah. a lefty, so. <laughs> oh, eventually, Different. eventually, get to a point where this hand will get tired, so you switch to the other one, and then yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so you're fully dependent on the profile, and if it isn't perceived well, you don't get swiped right on, mm-hmm. and you do have to put your best foot forward. You feel like you have to put your best foot forward, your best photo, your best profile, your best answers. You. It is a pro and a con. I can tell you 100%. I used to put any of the photos that I would do, like, when I was doing modeling in school for, like, anyone else. They were like, oh, I have this project. Like, we would always choose our own models in classes and stuff, and I would 100% choose the pictures of me that were, like, in a bikini or, like, by the pool, and I'm, like, looking my top notch, like, 100 
hundred percent. Like I would not usually choose the photos of me in like a Snapchat fucking filter. Well, I mean, <laughs> you think about like online date, like online dating versus in person. And in person, yes, you can like do certain things to change your overall appearance. But, like, you are you. You show up as you, even on your good and bad days. Some days you're going to have those under-eye circles. You're not going to have makeup mm-hmm. on or whatever's going on with you. Where, like, you can definitely cultivate, like, a perfect presentation on anything because you're picking the best photos. You're not going to want to pick the, like, oh, I'm sleepy-eyed or I'm making a weird face or I got the little, the little rolls hanging mm-hmm. over. Like, you're not going to pick those photos. So it is a pro and a con. Mm-hmm. I think that it's also, because it's a selling point, you're 100% based on those physical attributes. You don't have much you don't, what do you say you have to swipe up for the profile for yeah or like click on it so yeah yeah so you're li- literally just looking at a photo and you're 100 percent basing it off of the photo yeah for the majority of it it was literally like the photo took up probably 75 to 80 percent of your screen and the bio is in maybe the bottom 25 percent if you're lucky yeah, so we're completely relying and dependent upon your what you look in a photo. And your aesthetic looks, yep. And that that's where this goes. You know, we talked about group photos earlier. The lacking of photos where there's, like, nobody one. in the photo or there's one or it's, like, a weird one with a, like a hat on. If there's nobody in the photo, it's probably a couple looking for a threesome. That was always, like, the know-it-all. <laughs> You just know. You, it always is because then you click on the profile and it's like husband and wife looking for a third. Always. Every uh, single fucking I got, time. I mean, I guess I could see that. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't know that tip, but like I knew when the photo was lacking or it was like too close up mm. that there was something weird about it. Like they wanted yeah. something else that wasn't my bag. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like you have the lacking photos, less, you know, only one photo. We have the group photos where you can't even pick out who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, That's or, why I think I liked Bumble more because Bumble like required, like re- reviewed your photos. And if there was a group photo, it was a no. Yeah. Or, or you just have like the filters. Filters are really prevalent in today's world, especially the Snapchat filters. You always see people with the dog filter on. That was really popular. Mm-hmm. There was another one. I don't remember what the other Snapchat filter was, but there was a lot of like common themes. Um, I know Duck Face was really popular. <laughs> That's not a filter. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a filter, but and it, it definitely is was less prominent on online dating. Yeah, and another factor was the bio. You're either like brutally honest or not an honest enough. Mm-hmm. You're either not putting something in there or you're like way too honest to the point where like you were pushing away all of your potential candidates. Yeah. Or you're holding a fish. <laughs> that was always a no for me. It's like you're holding a fish, no. It's I'm like out. holding a fish bad but with a dog good. It's holding a puppy. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're if you're holding like I can tell you that, like, most of the girls that I would speak to would be like, yeah, I, like, didn't swipe on him because he was holding a fish. And I was like, yeah, me neither. Like, what is up with bros and fish pics? Like, first of all, you're wearing a hat and sunglasses. I can't even see fucking half your face. And then what am I supposed to look at? The fact that you've caught a fish? Cool, bro. Like, I don't fucking give a shit about your fish. Like, I give a shit about, like, how do you fall asleep at night? Like, how do you live with yourself on a day-to-day basis? Like, I don't give a fuck about your dumbass fish. Anyway, sorry. That was, like, hot take. at night. (laughs) Hot take, oh sorry. Okay, well, with this, what Dawson just said, she just unloaded a lot. So if you want us to unpack it, let us know, DM us, and we'll do another um, episode installment of dating, but, like, what to do, do's and don'ts of putting on your profile. Yeah, uh, yeah we can definitely do that. Um, another con was that it's fr- frustrating and sometimes costly. Mm-hmm. Not all apps have a cost, mm-hmm. but you will have a membership fee on things like Match or eHarmony, like those Mm -hmm. more matchmaker-type services. Mm -hmm. And so you're having to pay for that. 
even when all of the other factors that we've been talking about are in play. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you may still be paying the fee even though you're not having successful matches. Yep. <laughs> um, frustrating comes from, like, the miscommunications. You don't know the tone of text or phone calls. Yeah. You have that lack of context. You can't gauge somebody's facial reactions because they're not in front of you. And so now you guys have picked a fight between each other because you said okay and he took it as K and like yeah. you're having a whole fucking debate. Yeah, now you're like And again, but this comes from the clear like like why can't we just be like is your like is your okay frustrated or is your okay just like oh okay. Like, is People it, like, like lax? Yeah, like, just, like, fuck, communicate. God damn! But is it because of past experiences, that trauma? Of course, absolutely. Of course it is! Of course it is! Bitch! Fall from trauma! All of it! Um, and then the last con was that, and this one was interesting for me, it might not make a difference. If you're not attracting people in the real world... Sometimes you may not attract people in the dating world on the internet, and it may fare the same. So, in this instance, they recommended uh, working on bettering and accepting you, because sometimes, whether you're traditional dating or online dating, it's it's you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fucking you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. It's not me. It's you. Yum. <laughs> yep. All right. And I think with that, before we jump into in-person dating, we're going to take a quick break and hit the ladies' room. We'll be right back. going to hit the head. All right. And we're back with in-person dating. Yes. So I'm going to preface this by saying we went over online dating first because yeah, there's oh. a plethora of problems, pros, cons that people discuss. It's a very hot topic, especially when it became the age of online dating. Mm-hmm. Um in person may have some overlap, so this one might be a little bit quicker. But starting off with pros, um, deeper connectivity and romance. Absolutely. You are face-to-face. Yeah. You can have that instant attraction or chemistry engage that from somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, continual interaction and can observe behaviors. This was an interesting point for me because... Something I do. didn't even... You have continual, you continual interaction without even knowing it, and then you're able to, like pick up on little things those little facial expressions or like body language or like even just little tidbits of information that helps you make the decision of wanting to like head into the dating realm Mm -hmm. familiarity (laughs) often seen around you know you know think about the workplace at the grocery store um the mailman you know all of those things same friend groups things like that Yes, and you, you at least know some details about the person before you're stepping in the puddle yeah, of dating. absolutely. Um, you also get a lot of, like, intimate bonding moments that you can create and with close proximity. And this one was my, my top point for this pro because online dating is very texty. It's just text back and forth. There's mm-hmm. a lot of talking. Where, like, in traditional dating, you you ask them out and you usually get to that point a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. And now you're, like, spending, like, you know, even if it's a group or a solo date, like, it doesn't have to be by yourselves. But you're having those activities. Maybe you're going bowling or, like, you're going to the arcade. You're going to the beach with somebody, like, friends or a gathering. And mm-hmm. then, like, you meet somebody through them. And you're able to, like, have that bond that you create, like... We went to, like, an obstacle course. And now you guys are going to work the obstacle course together. Like, yeah. you bond through that. Yeah, absolutely. And... and you have the close proximity, and this is where the pheromones things comes in for me. Because <laughs> online dating, you're not fucking even in the realm of that person until you finally meet up. Mm-hmm. So 
And okay. pheromones play a huge role in this. Huge. <laughs> because it, it, it's literally built into us as human. Like, as our human design to... Did you know this fun fact? I'm going to throw a fun fact in here. That if you are usually attracted to somebody based on their smell, like, if you like when they smell sweaty, like, not even like it, but it's not, like, repulsing. Okay. It means that your immune systems are probably the opposite so mating is a good idea. I did know that because it helps your children become immune to more things. That's like mm-hmm. a primal. Yes. I did know that. And that's why I was like, pheromones are so fucking cool, man. I and love them. And they're so important because yeah. you get the pheromones of the other person and then it works and your body has that reaction. Yeah. You don't get that with online mm-hmm. dating until you get to that in person. Yeah. So you got the pheromones flying. Yeah. Um, and... You get the courting. Yeah. Uh, I said it's not the Netflix and chill. Like, we're not no. just going, hey, you want to Netflix and chill? Like, yeah. no, you have the courting. You get the, the flowers, the poems, the cards, the letters you guys write. A lot of people that like traditional dating love the aspect of it because they still get handwritten letters from the love of their life that they can keep in a memento box. And that shit makes me cry because then I'm like, oh, my God, it's like 30 years later and you sold the memento box of all the things you did. Like, There's a process with traditional dating, and it is that courting process of going through the steps of doing things for that partner and, like, showing your worth so that you guys can go and intermingle and date. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. I know for me, I... I'm going to say this on air because my spouse doesn't listen to these. He's just supportive. But I actually um, have been keeping a journal of all the things that my spouse does that, like, just are, like, core memories for me in our relationship, and I've been writing them in a journal, and hopefully I will have this journal filled by the time we get married so I can hand it over on the wedding day. That's my goal. <laughs> yeah. I, have an, I have an odd one during the online dating. I'm over here, like, ta- she's talking about traditional dating. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it is, it is something, and I... I gave, like, simple things, just, like, I gave my spouse a journal that has all of these space uh, stickers all over it and, like, throughout it. And I wrote, like, a cute little note at the back of the, the notebook so when he gets there, he sees this cute little handwritten note. Like, these are all things that, like, I gave him that before we were even, like, we were still in the that three, four-month dating realm before we were, like, actually boyfriend and girlfriend and, like in our relationship and I gave him that as like a hi like I I know this is something you're interested in like you love space like here's this thing that you can write all your your mental notes or anything in and it's for you like it is those more little like smaller moments and in the mementos it's the in-person gestures which was my point that went right alongside courting yeah Um, because courting is its own thing it has its own process but in-person gestures the gifts the flowers the mementos like you giving journal that that because he loves space and it's something that you can you know write your thoughts in like Mm -hmm. those are all really cherished things that you don't necessarily get when you're online dating no not at all like you get a super like (laughs) is that the is that the gifts is that the is that the handwritten letters um the other factor that goes alongside of that was cherished first meeting so I think everyone loves a good how did you meet story and that used to be really pronounced a couple of years ago and it used to be kind of taboo to be have met online Mm -hmm. like you met on a dating site it has now become socially acceptable which is great but I love this because I love meet cutes and meet cutes is places and like um moments and where you met and it's just like that 
quintessential romantic movie type of setting like oh you know we're walking our dogs in the park and we happen to have a chance meeting because they tied us up together like one-on-one dalmatians like yeah it's like that type of shit and i love meet cutes they're so adorable (laughs) but it's it's the cherished first meeting you have that story to tell like your grandchildren your friends and it's not like oh yeah we met on tinder Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's all it goes to it (laughs) yeah um so my next pro was that it's pretty straightforward. What you see is what you get. The good, the bad, the ugly. You get to see all of that pretty much firsthand. Yep. Um, and there's no misrepresentation of those physical characteristics like we talked about in the online dating where you don't know what you're getting. Maybe they did lie about their height. You can see he's fucking 5'8 or 6'10. Like... <laughs> yeah, 100%. 6'10? I, I think... <laughs> a small margin of those people. <laughs> That's really tall. That is really tall. <laughs> um... Um, alongside of that was feeling natural. Traditional dating, I think, has just been a lo- around so much longer that it feels a bit more natural to be in person. Um, your surroundings are more natural. You're naturally doing things that you know um, with people you may know. Like you said, a group date, a gathering. You're already, like, in your life. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, that added little yeah tidbit of a person yeah i mean absolutely like that's how my spouse and i first met like a couple years ago like we you're met. a great example <laughs> i really <laughs> am and like i genuinely never i was like nah i'm just gonna end up meeting my spouse online it's fine like that's where that's the world we're in and no like we are friends i was friends with a girl he was friends with another girl and they like were dating and then we were at the same parties all the time at their house and just like we were you know acquaintances that turned friends that then you know I made the first move and got denied and then three years later here we are dating and like I was like I never was like I'll never have a chance with him and then all of a sudden like in the DMs a lot more and I was like oh he's like I'm interested and I was like oh well, I ain't gonna pass up this opportunity I wanted this three years ago I still want this shit now <laughs> like it is the the like our story is the perfect like in person I was gonna say I should just rename this Jocelyn's reasons <laughs> for traditional dating <laughs> Uh, but you're right. It does feel a lot more natural because those surroundings are the same. And, like, you both know certain people or you know the surroundings you're in all the time. Yeah. And you have, in your perfect love story here, um, the more interactions. My next point was, you know, you get the more interactions within your daily life. You can see how the pieces will fit. Yeah. Because you're interacting in those settings. You got to know him through a gathering. And then you had those continual interactions and were able to bond and, like, learn more about, like, oh, he is a compatible partner because I see these aspects of what's going on with his favorite. Not even necessarily in, like, a dating aspect. Like, you're just around that person. Yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, I could see how we could be good friends and just, like, we just, like, hit it off as, like, you know, we were both more deep intellectuals. So, like, you know, any moment at a party, we'd both be a little tipsy and we'd be out there on the deck, like, talking while we're, you know, doing whatever, taking a minute away from the party. And I was like... Wow, I was like, oh, okay, I can see. Like, even on a friend level, I was like, oh, yeah, we're definitely compatible as friends. And then it just, you know, spirals from there. Yeah, I I think another, like, related point to that that I, like, say that there would be similar is, like, moving in. Mm. You want to know how the pieces are going to fit before you, like, marry, move move in. Yeah, absolutely. And so, like, online dating would be probably, like, it probably less likely for you to move in, like, just off of online dating. You'd have Mm -hmm. to meet up in person and do that aspect of traditional dating like i will say that online dating as great as it is it still requires traditional dating at some point so 
you are more likely in traditional dating to get all of those pieces leading up so that, you know, moving in doesn't seem like a daunting task. You know what you're getting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for Um, sure. You can gauge those reactions, interactions with others, you know, how they're going to treat the weight stuff, like we talked about last episode. Yeah. Um, I think, too, with this, like, if you're in a more in-person dating kind of realm, you see how their body language is when certain things are brought up. So you're like, okay, do I like that reaction? Do I like that they they react to me saying this or me talking about that? Like, is that something that I'm going to be able to cope with? Oh, my gosh. As a person that loves body language and micro-expressions, I can't tell you how much in-person is so much better for me because I can see, oh, their legs are angled towards me, so they're really interested in the conversation and, like, leaning in towards me. Or they're, like, leaning their arm toward... They're touching me, brushing their... Mm-hmm. Like, all of those things you don't get <laughs> when you're in a text message online. Mm-mm, not at all. All right. So with the pros comes the cons, of course. And so we got to talk about limitations of traditional in-person dating smaller dating pool just like the online dating is a larger dating pool traditional dating has a smaller dating pool if you come from a small town a rural area you don't interact with people and if you don't have multiple interactions with people then you're less likely to find a match that might work for you you know it's hard to meet people outside of your job or a location Mm -hmm. and i think too like the con of that is like do you want to date someone at your job? Because, you know, what if things go south? Now you're still having that interaction with somebody every day, and now you have to figure out how to work around that again. Oh, I think that's the struggle of it all. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Like, you have to have, and you And I think in-person dating, too, you set yourself up with those parameters. Like, I said, I don't make friends at work because I don't think that that ever bodes well for me in any setting just because of my personal views outside of work and what I do on my free time. It never goes well when I work with actual people. I've actually had success of dating somebody while I was in the workplace, and I still wouldn't recommend it because there was just so many things that I see now that, like, I didn't know when I was in it because mm-hmm. I was just so lost in the, obviously, the attraction in the beginning of it mm-hmm. that, like, I wouldn't do it again personally. And so yeah. it does, it, especially when you, you spend a lot of time at your job. So to find somebody outside of your job and then you have a small town on top of it or something like that, it can be really hard to meet people. Absolutely. Um, or that you have such a limited number of people. I said that <laughs> there's only so many friends in the friend group. <laughs> and this is just an analogy because, you know, there's only... Josh is hiding over here. But in a small town, for example, think I always think Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls oh, is such like, a I think small, of Friends. What, it's a small town, yeah. and you will have maybe 20 people in that town, and half of them are guys. So now you're interested in guys, you date eight out of those ten. Now you only got two left, and now you either have the option of dating the other two or trying to deal with the past history you had with the other eight. Like, <laughs> those are your odds, bitch. <laughs> Just low fucking odds. <laughs> yeah, I think I dating in the friend group. Uh, ten out of ten. Do not recommend. Did don't it, do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't do it because because like when you both start dating people outside of the friend group and bring people into the friend group and be like, oh yeah, like we're still friends, but like I fucked all eight of them. <laughs> like how does that go over in a relationship? Usually not fucking well. Usually no. Sometimes yes, but like. Yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend I don't anyone recommend. in the friend group. I think it ruins friendships. And, unless, oh, yeah. Unless, I said the only exception, which is, again, is the exception, not the rule, is that if that friend is already on the cusp of leaving said friend, friend yeah. or friend group, sure. 
go for it. Yeah. <laughs> but nine out of ten times, chance. it's not happening. It doesn't work well. No, no. Uh, another one would be trouble finding social places. So mm. we think about social places being like bars, nightclubs, coffee shops. Oh, I don't want to spend any time in the nightclub. I'm 20 fucking six. I didn't even do it when I was 18, 21. Like, I never spent time in nightclubs, which is probably why I didn't meet a lot of people. <laughs> and I can tell you nightclubs are not the place you want to find people. No, but those I, are like, the places that people, people go. Right. And, and the bar scene is the same thing. I've been to plenty of bars and gotten hit on and stuff like that, that stuff kind of, like, shallow in itself, too. And so when you're limiting... And even coffee shops. I think coffee shops, I like, are still the same. I don't like, want to disturb anyone at a coffee shop. It's like going to a library. <laughs> absolutely. And that's what I mean. Like, I I think we all understand what is socially acceptable. And if someone's at a coffee shop and reading a book with their coffee, like, they're probably just trying to enjoy their morning of absolute, utter peace. And anyone that actually goes into those spaces and recognize like is part of that scene of a coffee shop knows like fucking do not disturb me like i'm just trying to enjoy my coffee like i haven't even had my coffee yet bitch leave me the fuck alone i gotta say though i this is really off topic but on the, the, the topic of coffee shops you want a real cute meet cute if they're, wearing he- if they're wearing headphones or something, you airdrop, like, a song or, like, your number, and you're like, I'm buying you coffee. What do you want? <laughs> like, that's a fucking cute me cute. Maybe it'll happen one day. <laughs> Airdropping songs, great. Um, I did have... <laughs> This just recently happened to me at work. There was somebody waiting to sit at a table, and, like, my airdrop is always on, and I got an airdrop of, like, a notepad from, like, three people that were waiting, and I was like, I don't know what this is, and I'm not accepting this, and I kept just, like, declining, and they kept sending it, and I was like, decline, decline. It was, like, from a girl, but, like, I still, like... I still was very uncomfortable. I'm a host. I'm at my fucking job. The table? No, I don't know what it was. It just said that it was a picture. I, you can't see it until you like accept. And I just kept hitting decline, and they kept trying to send it, and I kept hitting decline. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. I don't know if you're trying to tell me it's somebody's fucking birthday or something, but like, this is not how this goes. Like, I am a host at my job. Please do not try to airdrop me things. Like, what the fuck? Everyone's yeah. gonna be different. Yeah. Choose your meet cutes wisely, but. Finding social places with traditional in-person dating to, to f- go to those places or have to... It's time-consuming, too. It and is that's my next. That's my next point there is, like, you're spending all of this time at said social places to come up sometimes, i say 90% of the time, empty-handed. Or the other 10% totally unwarranted and not wanted. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, you're spending time getting to know the person, even if it's a bad match. Mm-hmm. You spend days, months, weeks, years to find out, oh, didn't work out. Back to the bar scene. Yeah, exactly. Like, ugh. Awful. Alright, I got a couple more cons here, which is increased awkwardness and then safety concerns. Mm-hmm. So increased awkwardness... These are, like, the many bad first dates that you're going to have with in-person dating because it's part of the process. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Awkward interactions, stumbling through real-time conversations, which, that's me. (laughs) Um, And then gaining the courage to, like, talk to, flirt, or even ask out your crush. So, I know when you're trying to talk to your crush, like, it's so awkward, and you're, like, trying to say the right things, and then maybe you, like, stutter, or you stumble through something, and you're like, oh, God. (laughs) It's not awkward. Like I said, when like you that can cringy culti- moment. In online dating, you can cultivate that online text and have that great response. Yeah. You have the time to do that. You don't have the time to do that. It looks really fucking weird if, you're, if they're like, oh, how's your day going? And you're like, oh, great. <laughs> great, great. That's a good That's a good answer, right? Great. Yeah, okay, all right, cool. Okay. And then you walk away. Great. You walk away and you're like, oh, my God. 
Did I just say great? Oh, God. Of all the words. You're like, of everything. Like, of I all guess. the adjectives, fantastic, wonderful, peachy, like, I came up with great. Yeah. And I think, again, this is the whole, like, nervousness, awkward, in person, so you just, like, default to whatever you use in, like, your daily vocabulary. Yep. And great can be one of that. <laughs> yup. Uh, safety concerns. This same thing went for online dating. Um, I would say that safety concerns are maybe less of a factor with in-person dating because if you've seen them in person you kind of have that trust and security that mm. they're you know who they are but people are deceiving just like people that that's a people thing that's not to do with online dating or traditional dating no um, it's, and it's human design yeah so you have things like drugged drinks um you know kidnapping trafficking sexual assault etc yep all the same, same that i think are from online dating yeah i wasn't not gonna put it in like it does happen on both ends so absolutely all right do you have anything else for us (sighs) no i think that was a lot i think that this was a great episode i think that online dating definitely had way more pros and cons because it's a talked about um i think traditional has its tried and true it always stands i don't think it's going away like i said online dating still requires traditional dating at some point so Traditional dating's not going anywhere. I think it's really just personal preference. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say and tease our next episode, though. What is it? I'm calling this one The Art of Persuasion. Ooh, that this was is, a much better sultry voice than last Thank time. you. It'll be even better. I'll come here, like, bedheaded and I'll a really deep voice. <laughs> um, but this one's going to be all things flirting, dirty talk, and sexting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, strap your seatbelts in, because that's going to be a hell of a bumpy ride, and it's mm-hmm. going to be a fun one at that. Uh, follow, rate, like, and subscribe. You can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at tabletalks.podcast. My whole rounded out thoughts here, just at the end. Whether you find yourself dating online or in person, remember why you were there in the first place. I think we can sometimes lose sight of that in all of mm. this Um, you are there to develop a connection with someone. That's what you want to do. So both paths of online dating and in person are varied. They're going to be frustrating at times, and they have their fair shares of pros and cons. To find the love of your life, a lifelong partner who knows you inside or out. To find the love of your life, a lifelong partner who knows you inside and out. Whatever it is you're looking for, know what your intentions are and step forward as you. Put your authentic self forward, babes. See you next time.